welcome back to The Truth is Somewhere, the show where we talk about uh, conspiracy theories and other things in that nature. I can tell you don't do that that often. No. Yeah, uh, and then I love it. <laughs> we're, we're doing things a little bit different today, if you couldn't tell. Um, today we have a special treat because Corey is the one who did the research and he's going to tell me all about a conspiracy theory that he found. So without further ado, take it away, Corey. Alright, so I'd like to start with the fact that I decided I wanted to, to look up on one of the many topics that we had, that the moon isn't real. Oh, okay. So, I started my search, like anyone would. Uh-huh. I went on to Google, uh-huh. and I typed in, the moon doesn't exist. Okay. Right. Conspiracy. Uh-huh. And uh, that wasn't the first thing that popped up. Really? It was the second thing. What was the first thing? Well, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. well, that was a tease. We will get to that. Okay. Well, I want to know. Can you guess what, what the, the first thing what the first was? thing was that popped up? That the moon landing was fake. No. Oh. J.K. Rowling doesn't exist. What? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. I mean, I know that there's a large contingency of people who believe that um, she had ghost writers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from I think book three going forward. And actually, like if you go back and you read the first couple of books, it kind of makes sense. Okay. Um, in well, my opinion, the first couple of books are are awful. I thought that was I thought that was just fact that she had ghostwriters. I, I, I it's contested though. I okay. think There are some people who believe it. There are some people who don't. Okay. I happen to think that it's probably pretty true. Well, this or goes... it was heavily edited because those first two books are trash. If you go right. back and read them now. Right. Sorry, Harry Potter rant. You brought up J.K. Rowling. And no, that's fine. Harry Potter is. Where it's at for me. It's my my one true love, my one true fandom. Okay, so... Okay. Doesn't obviously, I, I typed that in. I searched <laughs> for it. I'm not not going to click on that. No, of right? course. I'm like, okay. Okay, so I'm going to figure out what this is. All right, yeah. so I immediately had to follow the rabbit hole. Now, we're still going to talk to people. We're still going to talk about why uh, the moon doesn't exist to some people. Okay, but we're on a rabbit hole. But we're on a rabbit hole, right? Uh, so this conspiracy started in 2005 with Nina Grunfield, okay. who's a Norwegian film di- film director, uh-huh. uh, and she just simply stated that J.K. Rowling doesn't exist. She's not a real person. Okay, so who wrote the Harry Potter books? So, so what she is saying is that it is like... Um, Oh, I'm totally brain farting. Anyways, it's a pen name. So she's saying it's a pen name. We'll or get to it. I have it in my notes. The person Nancy Drew. Exist. Nancy Drew. Okay, so she's saying it's like Nancy Drew. So it's pretty well known that Nancy Drew uh, was not actually a real person. It was I a thought... pen name for like 13 different people. I thought Nancy Drew was a book character. Sorry, the series, the Nancy Drew series. Oh, the person was written who by... wrote the Nancy Drew yes, series. Yes, was okay. a pen name. Okay. Right. And I actually don't know enough about that series. I assumed that was the author when I was doing my research. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I assumed it was. Character. That makes sense. Well, mm-hmm. either way, it was a pen name mm-hmm. all by the same author. But actually, it was a combination of men and women, 13 men and women, that wrote those books. And they all used that one name. Yeah, from 1930 to 1985, I think. Oh, huh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. So, Grunfeld claimed that it was all just too perfect. She argued that for Rowling to... Uh, Rowl- yeah, Rowling, to dream up some magical world of Harry Potter while stuck on a delayed train, which is like she claims, is just all too convenient. Like, it wasn't some big childhood dream of hers. It wasn't something she concocted, you know, over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Rowling just states that she had it 
like it just came to her while she was stuck on a train sure, one day. yeah, the, like, the initial idea of this world came to her, but you can tell, like, as you read through the books, you can tell that she's flushing things out and she's coming up with more and more as you go from book one to book seven. Like, absolutely it wasn't that she just came up with this entire explosive world in one, like, little train ride. Sure. Like, you can tell reading the books. So what Grunfield is is essentially saying is that there is this series of secret writers mm-hmm. behind uh, behind J.K. Rowling. Okay. And that J.K. Rowling might actually be a real person who just got handed the golden ticket. Oh, okay. The, of, hey, you're going to be the face. And it's some corporation... That what? has done a lot of research and figured out about, you know, how to uh, make a big conglomerate uh, merchandise scheme. I don't know, because those books took a while to catch on, too. It wasn't, like, all at once. Uh, like, the first three, I think, were already out when Harry Potter Hysteria, like, really started to take hold. Maybe, but... so So, essentially, what she believes is that... Those books also came out very quickly. For one person to write, they came out too quickly, there were, she like, says. like, spots where it was, like, two years in between. I mean, two I years is... I remember waiting, and I remember standing in line at midnight, okay? Two years is a, is a short period to write a book. Yeah, but th- if that's all you do, because she was also unemployed sitting in, like, a cafe writing all day. If Look, that's all I don't, you do, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with it. Well, I'm just saying I'm this is what she said. I'm going to give you the said. arguments yeah, here. This is absolutely. what the point is, right? And, like, you're coming after my homegirl <laughs> now. <laughs> going to defend jk you're Rowling, going to defend even it. if she had ghost writers tooth and wand tooth and wand yeah right mm-hmm. yeah so that's what we that's what we started on that's it that's all i have on that it, it's what? really just no. yeah it's just it's mostly just this one person that has spread their word over the internet saying that there are pen- and there's it's enough that somehow that comes up that was the first thing that the moon isn't real and i knew i was writing for you so i just had to start what? no that that's dumb. That is stupid. That lady is nuts. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say she's nuts. It's definitely on the conspiracy side of it. But as far as it goes, is it really that unreasonable to believe? I guess not. But it's I think not. it's much more reasonable to believe that there were uh, a hefty team of editors and possibly some ghostwriters. Oh, I believe that. Absolutely. Fullheartedly. I believe that. J.K. Rowling probably did this on her own mm-hmm. with a team to back her up. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So back to the, the topic moon. at hand. Kind of. We're going to talk about the moon, but that's going to come up towards the end of it. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> nope. Nope. Because as I was digging for the moon, I figured I found the real thing. You found the real the thing? The real deal. The moon is just a cover-up. Okay. The moon what? is just a cover-up. Please explain. Okay, so do you remember a few back, a few years back when uh, people were talking about this rogue planet? That was going to crash into us, right? Yeah, it yeah. was going to crash into the Earth. The planet is either referred to as Planet X or Nibiru. Oh, Planet X was actually on my list to cover, so now you're yeah, covering yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's probably because you didn't realize that the fake moon and these two were connected. I did not know that the yeah. fake moon and Planet X were yeah. connected. So, um, the theory came around in 1995. Mm-hmm. And it has been a thought. It has been thought to be a threat to humanity ever since then. We mm-hmm. people just believe that at some point it's going to crash into us, and it always seems to be very soon. It's going to happen just right around the corner. It's like the Mayan end of the end of the world, right? And lo- then like, oh, it's the rapture. Oh, sorry, we got the wrong hero. It's the rapture again. Like, oh, I must just not have been picked. 
over and over and over and over again. I mean, something along those lines. That's kind of how it always seems to be with uh, Doomsday, is that... Yeah, it's gonna happen tomorrow, except not. It's predicted that we're all gonna die. It's gonna happen on the second Tuesday of next week. Mark your calendars, everybody. I'm gonna mark my calendar. Second Tuesday of next week? Yep. Okay. That's Uh, a a really old-school Popeye joke. (laughs) I probably just really explained the age of my parents. Yeah, there's probably like there's there's a, there's a character who who asks always asks people for money to pay for a hamburger and he goes I will oh, gladly I pay you uh, the second Tuesday of next week for a hamburger uh, today. What is his name? The he's I, I keep thinking the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Hamburglar. No, but I remember seeing the episode where he's a judge and he's like yeah, 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 shoving yeah, yeah, yeah. hamburgers in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, as he's uh, really really old school Popeye joke. But, oh yeah, yeah. You probably uh, tickled the fancy of like some seventy-year-old listener we have. <laughs> that one, that one uh, jive hip, older older person. person. Yep, that's laughing their teeth out of their mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to offend. Hey, you know what? Your teeth fall out of your mouth when you want them to, not painfully either. So it's good for you. True. <laughs> okay. So, um, the initial date for the collision has moved a few times, but originally it was predicted to crash in 2003. I don't have the exact date. Uh, I don't think they necessarily did too. Actually, they did because, uh, some of the stuff, I'll talk about some of the stuff I didn't write down, um, Mm -hmm. briefly, but it is, um, so there's this woman named Nancy Leiter Mm -hmm. or Leiter. I'm not sure how to pronounce it exactly, but, uh, she's the one that concocted this whole thing. She's the one that theorized this whole thing. And she believed that it was going to happen in 2003. And there was a comet that was supposed to pass. It was supposed Mm -hmm. to be like the, uh, um, the brightest comet to ever come close to, close to our planet. And she said that it was just a cover up. That that comet was was just a cover up. The government put a cover up out there. Was it supposed to be like part of that planet or like? No, no, it was just a cover up. The, the government was saying that's what it was. Look, look to the skies for this bright comet so that people wouldn't be in mass hysteria. About the planet coming to crash into About us. About the planet coming to crash into us. And there's some debates as to whether it's actually a sun, a um, a brown dwarf, or if it's actually a planet. Um, I feel like if there was a sun careening towards us right now, we would notice that. You'd think so. Uh, I'll talk about how they're covering that up in a little bit. But the government's covering it up. So, let me get this straight. So, the government literally was like, instead of everybody having mass hysteria about this planet that's coming to squish us, we suggest that everyone go outside and look at the sky to meet your maker, essentially. I guess but without so. putting the meet your maker part yeah. on that. Go outside, look at the sky, and then, like, all of the governments are like, tee-hee, tee-hee, they're all gonna die. All of them. <laughs> all of us are all gonna die. Yeah, I, uh... That's yeah, so uh, the date came and went. No, no kidding. And uh, guess what? We're all still here. Are you sure? Well, what I don't if, know. What if, what if we got taken out and we're all just like corporeal spirits? Incorporeal. I guess it would be incorporeal. Yeah, I think you're right. Whatever, I'm right. I don't know. Anyways, we're all ghosts. Yeah. We're all just, like, spirits so, running around a planet that doesn't that's, exist anymore. That's deep. Like, even the, the planet is a spirit. Everything's that's what I was going to say. That's deep. It's Everything's Mother Earth. 
Mother Gaia, she's holding us here. That bitch. That bitch. Like, why? Why, why on earth would you do that? <laughs> so, it's important to note that some people believe that the planet isn't going to crash into ours. It will, however, fly very closely. So, some people believe that the planet's actually out there and it's creening towards us and it might possibly throw off our entire gravitational pull. Right, But it's so, not going to hit us. So, um, she... She later um, added mm-hmm. that if it flies very closely to us, it's going to fly close enough that it will... It'll fuck up our gravitational pull. Right, yeah. right. It will stop the Earth's spinning and oh. stop the Earth's core from spinning for, I think she said, 5.9 days. Okay. Uh, and in that time, because the planet, or the brown dwarf... Mm-hmm. And it uh, acts as a big magnet, it will cause our poles to shift. Okay. Maybe we'll gain back all that time that we lost in the phantom time hypothesis. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but 5.9 days doesn't sound like long enough. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so, like I said, some people believe that that's what's, uh, what's going to happen. So what, what happens to the planet if the poles shift? So, it's actually been... It's pretty pretty heavy theorized heavily theorized theorized thank you Words are hard. by some um uh credible scientists that um, the poles have actually shifted before okay um which is interesting because there's actually some uh, muttering that it's because of nibiru that the poles so have shifted did, before when you say shift are you talking like from being perfectly north south they're like northeast southwest no like okay. north turns into south and south turns oh, completely into north. just swap. yes so yes. we'd be where australia is no we would be exactly where we are now however if you were to hold a compass out north would point south you gotta imagine this will mess with a lot of things birds won't be able to fly the paths they used to used to fly anymore um there are the the earth is essentially a big mag- magnet and there mm-hmm. are a lot of things and it's actually comprised of a bunch of smaller magnets except for the core which is theorized to be a big molten ball of iron mm-hmm. um and other metals and that is what creates the majority of the magnet okay. that is earth uh it's it's pretty heavy heavily uh i wouldn't say heavily theorized it's almost it's all but confirmed that the core is a molten uh, iron and that okay. that's confirmed because we know about the radiation comes from the sun and we know how it can be blocked by um lines of flux which are essentially the lines that come from a magnet okay um pretty cool experiments you can do to see these lines of flux on even a normal magnet mm-hmm. but if those didn't exist uh the earth would be bombarded by the sun's radiation and we'd all die okay life wouldn't exist here so the fact that the earth is a magnet is really not disputed it's kind of what the core could be but it's like 99.9 repeated percent chance that it's a molten core okay uh of iron anyways you take that magnet in there and you flip it on its head because you got another big magnet next to it okay that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah, because they repel that's what people believe could happen okay right so electronics would fry it would potentially create a worldwide emp electronic oh yeah electromagnetic pulse yeah so really really bad might yeah. throw us back into the stone age real quick right um so that's why this is such a big worry it's a it's a doomsday because one you know it might crash into us and kill us all but it's right. also but if it doesn't crash into us and it comes close right it might 
spell out like catastrophic disaster anyway. Right. So some people theorize that Nibiru is actually part of another solar system. Okay. Why and is it, it just... not in its own solar system anymore then? Well, it is in its own solar system. That solar system the is whole just solar coming system past is us. moving. And that planet is the one that will come closest to us. Okay. Right. So like I said, they believe that the poles had uh so scientists actually actually believe that the poles potentially shifted in about 500 BC. Okay. And scientists believe that if the poles were to shift again, it wouldn't be until about 360 AD. Or, I'm sorry, 3,600 AD. So we got a long ways until scientists okay. believe the poles are going to shift again, right? We can be ready for it by then. We might not even be here. Well, as humans, we might not even be on the planet anymore. Right, right, Because right. we've ruined it. We've wallied it. <laughs> we've, uh, yeah, we've done the wally thing. So, so scientists... They they compile the evidence. I don't know where they get it, but they obviously have some sound judgment, mm-hmm. and they, they know what they're doing when they know what they're talking about. Um, I tend to believe them a little bit more than I believe the uh, Nibiru... People's... Uh, yeah. Theorists. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. Right. So, um, so, like I said before, it all started in 1995, mm-hmm. um, and I had mentioned Nancy uh, Leader before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she is the founder of a website... That started in 1995 oh, called Zeta Talk. Does it still look like a 1995 website? Uh, actually, let's bring it up. I decided I wanted to show you this, um, and I will link it in okay. our description. Uh, oh, so actually, I wasn't on the homepage. So it doesn't quite look like it's from 1995. No, it's been updated. It's, it's, yeah, it's not so looking. She, she actually has... I'm really impressed by this website. Because there, she's obviously been compiling information since 1995. There are, uh, there are tons of pictures from around the globe that that support what she's saying. Uh-huh. Um, there's pictures that show a second that show second suns. There's pictures that show um, glimpses of these. Um, of this other planet that's supposed to come in. Okay. Like, there is a lot of stuff. They, and they, uh, she updates this. Her, and I think there are three other guys, three other people that oh. update this with okay. her. And, um, they have a large social media presence. Um, I mean, just, there, there is even, um, seven steps to stay safe. So, like, when this happens, this is how to tell whether you're going to be safe or not based on where you live. But, I mean, this is, like, ultimate doomsday. Like, if a planet crashes into us, nobody's safe. Right. Or if the planet just careens past us... Then we have a massive EMP. There's going to be flooding. Safe. Well, you got to think. There's going to be floods. There's mm-hmm. going to be... There's going to be uh, gravitational disturbances, things like that. No. Well, she's saying, like, um, head for high mountaintops, uh, things like that. Like I said, she's got seven steps to... Hang out on a mountain around the equator. Probably. Maybe. Like... Maybe. <laughs> Seems They've like got maps. Change the least there. Let's see. She's got where were her pictures? Okay, so here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are a bunch of pictures of how what they believe as evidence. So they show three here, but each one of these are a link to more pictures, and she actually has it broken down as to how this could be. I mean, aren't those, like, are those not just lens flare, though? Yes. Yes. I will, I will agree. 
that there are certain things that I might think are slightly unexplainable, but the the dual sun thing. So there's this picture where you can clearly see the sun rising. It looks like a moon to me. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, okay. but I th- I think it actually looks like the sun because it's too it's too uh it's too bright. Okay. I guess is a good way to put it. So here's the clouds. Um, you ever heard of a sun dog? Yeah. Yeah, it's essentially when you get a ring around the sun, mm-hmm. right? So, if there's one thing I'm really familiar with, and I've said it before, mm-hmm. it's the electromagnetic spectrum. So, if you're talking about the way light bends through air, if you're talking about radio waves, things like that, I have a pretty solid foundation on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, it could pretty easily be that the light is getting caught on the clouds above and being... Um, reflected okay. and refracted See, back down. I was seeing is it like the sun above and the moon below. Right. So what she's claiming is that there are two suns. There are two suns. Okay. There are two suns. Sure. Right. So here's here's some more second sun. So you have this right here, this light right here, and this light right I here. I think that's very clearly it just shining through the clouds. I mean, like, and then look like at a this. Magnifier. Look at this. This is the, there it's are some water. Very clear sun dogs right there. Yeah. Sun right here. Sun right here. This this is the evidence that they're going off of. Um, sure. So here here's them uh, showing different moons that could potentially be there. These just look like little reflections of light to me. Yeah. Light light like, artifacts. Like ref- refractions. And like yeah that. yeah. So lens flare. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's lens flare. A lot a lot of lens flare. I know. I mean, that's what this is. So, like, but like I said, there is a lot. Of it, yeah. so yeah, I said I was impressed. I was impressed by this site because there is a lot of stuff here. Like if that alone could convince some people that yeah, there is just so much. much here that you, how can you dispute it? Because you, you, there's just so much to argue against. Sure. Right. So, uh, she and her team of of whoever mm-hmm. has done a really good job compiling this site. Sure. Do I still believe it? No. 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 But, like I said, really good job of putting our site together. Um, so, let's, um, let's talk a little bit about Nancy. Okay. Right. Let's, let's talk about Nancy. Let's talk about Nancy. Okay, so, when Nancy was a child, she says that she was visited. Oh, Nancy. By aliens. Oh, Nancy. Yes, and they put a communication device in her brain. Oh, Nancy. Yeah. Is Nancy schizophrenic? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, she claims that she has been communicating with uh, these aliens. Okay. Um, they're, they're the greys that everyone knows of. Uh-huh. Right, right. Um, but they call themselves Zetas, hence Zeta Talk. Okay. Right? right? At least she's consistent. Sure. Right, so... Uh, what she said is that they are communicating to her so that she can warn mankind about this planet coming through. Sure. And we can be prepared for it. Okay. And the government is trying to cover it up. Of course they are. Of course they are, right? But, I mean, when you're saying that aliens are talking to you, you kind of lose all your uh, legitimacy. Your credibility. All your credibility. That you were abducted and they put a a transponder on you, essentially. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I guess now we can, uh, start to tie this back to... To the moon? To the moon. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Okay. We're gonna get there. Um, so, many believe that the government is covering up the sky 
to cover up Nibiru and this other potential sun. <laughs> oh my god! So like using chemtrails. We're all oh oh, this is one even crazier than I thought. <laughs> I was like, we're living in the Truman Show. They put us in a giant bubble. No, no, no. No, it's chemtrails. Oh god damn it! This is just like one after another. Yeah. Oh man. That's why I was really I was pleased talk with about this. Chemtrails too. Well, we could still talk more about chemtrails. I don't know if you'll get a whole episode out of it, mm-hmm. especially after this, but. Yeah, chemtrails. Oh, fuck. Um, so they've been using it to obscure the sky. It's why people say that uh, the stars aren't as bright as they used to be. Used to be able to see the Milky Way, but how can you if there's oh, no, all this it's haze in the sky? because of the light pollution or Oh, anything. no, no, it's not because of that. That doesn't make any sense. For no, fuck's no. sake. It's because of chemtrails. Don't use logic, Megan. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope. Uh, some people claim it's why the, the skies are so clear, because um, clouds have a hard time uh, uh, what sort of accumulating in in the material that's being put up in the air. I've read a few so things. So which is it? Is it that we have really clear skies with no clouds, or is it that we no, have no, really no, hazy no, still... skies with no stars? Okay, so these are those are not from the same person. Okay. Those are two different sides of the same coin, okay. but it could still be... That blue light's coming through just fine. Whatever's up there allows blue light to pass through. Okay. It's frequency dependent of the light, right? Okay. So I I can understand both of these uh, living together. Okay. Right. So so some people uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get to the moon now. We're finally there. We're finally we're back. Finally to the moon. getting to the the moon is a projection on the chemtrail. Because you have this haze up there that doesn't allow light to come through, but it reflects light back easily. Okay, I've, heard, no, I've read some stuff that, that no. people believe that it's tin that's up there, or aluminum, and other little uh, highly reflective metals. No, that, that does not make sense. It doesn't make sense because there are so many pictures of the moon where it's like so fucking clear, there's no way that it's projected onto basically right. clouds. So, no, that's fucking stupid. So the, um, what the argument is... Is that the moon is too bright? It's so too bright. It has to be a light projection. It's a light projection. It has to be. No, because you can so clearly see like the craters and stuff. There's no way if you were projecting onto something like a chemtrail, which is basically like a cloud, right? From a far distance. On a far distance, I mean, it's no, like it's think way about too think detailed. about think about looking at an old uh, an old TV. No, it's too detailed. It's <laughs> Let me finish. No, talking. it's way too fucking detailed. Like, unless, well, actually, I guess no, because I've taken pictures with myself. <laughs> so what I was going to say is, unless they're gonna say that like the NASA telescopes are in on it, which obviously these people would be the kind of people to say of the course. NASA telescopes are. They're in the on ones it. who are projecting it. But I have it. personally taken pictures with my point and shoot Canon camera. With like a really good zoom on it, and gotten a lot of detail in the moon, and there is no possible way if that was projected on something like a hazy misty whatever chemtrail that it would be that detailed so a lot of people say this is why the moon has haze around it often a ring of haze because it's being projected but what what's the argument about the detail there isn't one you didn't see one I, i didn't see anything look i'm just telling you what they're saying i'm not telling i'm not what this is so stupid. Hey. <laughs> this is possibly the dumbest one we've talked about. Only because I'm covering it. Oh, Jesus. Because you were like, 
like, I'm gonna go off on all of these No, 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 this is And then I will finally bring you back to the moon and it is the dumbest idea. Why do you think I had to put all that stuff before? Jesus. Why do you think I had to put all that stuff before? Because this was... That's just ridiculous. Like, I will, I'll, I'll grant you that people think that there's a planet careening towards us and it's gonna cause a massive EMP or it's just gonna explode our little planet. Fine, I will, I will grant you that. I will even look past the fact that poor Nancy has a transponder in her head from the aliens. I really? Not really? look past the fact that people think that the moon is a projection on chemtrails. I will not. No. No. No, that won't do it. No. So, one thing I've noticed, and maybe it's because of the podcast we do now, it's that we as humans are fascinated with our destruction. Sure, yeah. We are. Mm-hmm. We're always that terrified. It's very popular. Yeah. We're always terrified that it's right around the corner. I mean, if you think about it, people have been planning out our destruction for at least as long as we've been writing it down and probably longer. Yeah. It's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's in just about any religious text. Yeah, for sure. No, you're right. I think it makes sense that we plan for it and we think about it, but we fascinate. We're fascinated with it. Yeah. Like We are. We really are. It's, it's like in, it's like in our DNA and some people just latch onto it more than others. I just like, I'm okay with the idea that people like there are doomsday preppers and like, I'm okay with it. Sometimes I think they're a little nuts. Full disclosure. Sometimes Uh. I watch that show and I am like ridiculously fascinated by how crazy some of these people are. Sure. But I will give you the idea that absolutely when you start thinking about like how finite our lives are and how we have a hard time grasping the infinite Mm -hmm. and thinking about the fact that like possibly the earth could just go on forever and we could go on forever with it Mm -hmm. or you know possibly we're going to destroy it we are destroying it but I can get behind all of these things where people are like, we cannot grasp the idea that we could possibly be on here on this earth, like on this rock floating in the middle of nothingness forever, because that just doesn't compute for us. Sure. So we, we come up with these things where we're like, oh, what could derail the possibility of us being here forever? I get that. Yeah. I just think that's like, what's so wrong with coming up with plausible ideas about the destruction of the earth? Not everyone is plausibly sane. Like, nuclear war. Nuclear war could destroy the Earth. Yeah. I mean, like, quite literally, a a planet crashing in towards us is, yeah. is no, highly is unlikely. Perfectly logical, though. But logical. It's perfectly logical. To, has, to claim that you have evidence on it, though, is not quite so logical. No. Especially if it comes from the greys. The idea is... is is logical to me and so, it's a plausible idea that there could be another planet that gets knocked off kilter i don't know somehow a planet knocks into us or a really big ass asteroid knocks into us and destroys the planet fine i will i will accept these as theories that are plausible but i can't stand it when these people are like oh yes this is going to happen and i know this because the government is covering it up, and my proof is that sometimes the moon is hazy looking. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't, that literally doesn't make sense. See, if if uh, if you would have come to me with this, it would have been a much more uh, 
science heavy conversation. I didn't bring a lot of that forward just because I, I wanted not, you to talk about I it. Am not no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I could probably debunk just about everything here, partially because around 2011, uh, I had to debunk to some close friends about some of this stuff because they were kind of um, entranced by it. The chemtrail thing. Well, chemtra- chemtrails and also Nibiru. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, so... It was that whole 2012 end of the world thing. Yeah, you know, everyone was, everyone was really getting into it. You know what's real funny is the Mayan calendar, uh, actually didn't have leap years in it. So, the Mayan calendar would have happened a long time ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Yep. And it, it could have also just been that's just as far as they wrote their calendar out. Like, yeah, exactly, that's what right. I always thought, is like, they just stopped. Yeah. Because, Gee, again, we've we already don't... wrote 2,000 years into the future. Should we stop? Yeah. I guess. Like, <laughs> when we need more days, we'll add more days. Like, right. Yeah. No, right. that's what I kind of always thought. So I, I have a question for the listeners. So if we've already established that witches get their powers from aliens, is Nancy Leader an alien? Or a witch, I'm sorry. Is she a witch? I mean... Obviously. Obviously. That's all I have. That's what I have for you. All right. That's it. Truth is somewhere, guys. Yeah. You want to post it out? You not here. Up. It is not here. Um, yeah. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TTIS Podcast. If you uh, are a fan of the show and you like what we're doing and you want to help us out, you can um, rate and review over on iTunes. It really helps people find the podcast. Uh, if you want to help us out even more, you can head over to Patreon, also at TTIS Podcast, and you can find multiple tiers there, and, uh, extra bonus goodies, and extra bonus merch for different tiers, and if you would like to email us, which some of you have been doing, and I really appreciate it, I get really excited about it, it's thetruthissomewherepodcast at gmail.com, and you can also find merchandise over at thetruthissomewhere.threadless.com. And all of our show notes and everything is at thetruthisomewhere.com. That's it. That's it. Thanks.